Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Cash the Ticket, presented by FanDuel. All right, Cash the Ticket. We are back. I am back. Tim is back. It's like glad to have you back. It's degenerate Voltron. We're putting the pieces together. Good to be back, by the way. You look tan. Thank you. I don't know if you've heard this. I am Italian. I tan. I don't burn. Okay. But let me say this. There's only so much and nothing that one can do. You got sick of your toes in the sand? No, it's, it was wonderful, <laughs> but like, I love how people view the last day of vacation like a Roman tragedy. And it's like, no, I- You're I'm ready not, to get back. I'm not in a fetal position. I popped out of bed, packed, got to the airport. I was, believe it or not, I was excited to land back in Detroit, get back into my own bed, my mm-hmm. own home, see the dogs, have a great time of it. You gotta get back to business, don't you? I don't know if you heard. We went 5-0 and in college hoops last week, I and was, we had the bet of all bets, the finest hour of the podcast. It was, where a singular fan stormed the court. Yep. That's the type of game. You're, <laughs> I was so proud, and I forget if it was you or Evan who, who texted. You're like, yeah, we bet U of D tonight laying five and a hook. I'm like, those are my guys. <laughs> that was the most cash-to-ticket bet ever. It's incredible. And by the way, if you're Indiana University, Purdue University of Indiana, quit basketball. Ooey pooey. Just quit basketball. Not only did you lose to U of D, who was 0-26, you didn't even cover. Quit. And it wasn't close. Quit. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, get involved. Uh, I will tell you, for a later episode, uh, during vacation, dabbled a little. Had a little time to just kind of do a reset with horse racing, oh. get myself, because I take a That's sabbatical. That's what the glow is. It's not the sun, it's that the horse racing is returning. No, no, they never left. It's I leave. I do a sabbatical. Once football comes, my my betting is football. Mm-hmm. I will pop up out of a mole hole to bet the Breeders' Cup in yep. November, but I don't come back until I get on that plane, and I, and I am usually in paradise for a derby prep. That's the way I can put it. So... I think I may have found a good value play we'll get to later. I am going to be doing previews. I'll be down in Fort Lauderdale in a couple of weeks. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, whatever the hell you want to call it, for uh, Gulfstream Park, Fountain of Youth Day. Um, my man, Mage, we all remember that Didn't last you tell year. a story last year about going down there? What do you mean? There's some restaurant or club down oh, there. Oh, oh, You told the story on the pod. Oh, oh. I started connecting dots yes. as you were talking. Yes, yes. I, I, I don't want to give it a shout-out. But we'll do a reset because I will tell you, <laughs> it, it you you it's like you, you boarded the people watching. You boarded a spaceship, headed for like a planet where everyone looks like they're from the Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. the TV show. Mm-hmm. 
except it's juxtaposed with some of the best Italian food you'll ever have in your life. But it's loud music, good fellas on the television, or Godfather, or any other cliche Italian movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got the chef who once in a while will spin a record while like dusting wow. a plate of ziti with Parmesan. So are you going there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's incredible. It is people watching. Oh, don't, don't worry, it's unreal. You'll see like an 85-year-old with like a 26-year-old blonde. You'll see, you'll see cast members from Mob Wives. It's an unbelievable scene. Evan would be the guy I would bring the most. Evan, gummied out of his mind, would sit there with his perma smile, only rivaled by when he is sitting in front of a slot machine. It is incredible. Dude, it's theater, but the food's amazing. So you put up with the rest of the bullshit. But yeah, we anyway, got we sorry got to a get lot. You no, we're good. We got a lot coming for you. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. And I wanted to start the episode with this. We are in what we call the gray. We're in the middle ground. And what I mean by that is this. Football has just ended. The afterglow, if you will, has now worn off. And you look around and you go, all right, the NBA, I, I, I kind of get into it. Mm. But the next big thing, you got two things. You got March Madness mm -hmm. and you got the Masters. And you're about a month away, right? So I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna save the podcast. I'm gonna save the people. And I wanted to help the two of you. I have what I deem to be the greatest sports gambling, sports betting television series to ever be created. I have it available to you if you use two different streaming platforms that I know of, one being Apple TV, Apple Plus, whatever you call it. I've got it. Or Prime Video. I got it too. So let me sell this to you. And I want to see if we can get, not just me, but get cash to tickets, ever-growing, massive audience to join the revolution. Before you sell it, when I got your text, I thought you were fucking with me. I thought this was a show so bad. That hurts my feelings. That we had to watch it because it was so bad. No. But no, this is actually a good show. No, no, it's a great show. Like, I mean this. It's not good. It's great. Does this star anybody we would know? No, 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 no. Here's the best part. It's reality television. It stars oh. real gamblers, real DJs. Is it like one season, two seasons? One season, which is a tragedy. So let me let Was me. Was it coming back? Is this new? No, no. Just all right. Here. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm jumping this. the gun. <laughs> you can tell Jim's dying for something to watch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's do people. I want you to just listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. All right. So for one, you are. This is not some low rent production. You will be tuning into high-end 
NBC style production. You're gonna have real sports clips. You are going to have real like cut scene and, and, and po it's polished production. So I don't want you to think you're turning into like Wayne's World. Okay. This is real high-end ESPN style production. Do we all understand? Yes. Okay. Two, you are getting elite characters with elite stories. You have got, you run the gamut because they're all gamblers and they're all interesting and quirky and it, some are loathsome, some are lovable and everything in between. More on the characters after we discuss the actual show. What I term this show as is this, whether you are betting basketball, football, ping pong, airplane, horses, hockey, it doesn't really matter. We are all sports bettors. Mm -hmm. We all enjoy this. This is our enjoyment. So what I will say to you is, whatever they're betting on, it is truly immaterial to the quality of the show because of how great these characters are, how entertaining the show, how fast the show is. You will blow through the season of 10 episodes. I mean, it is unreal. So what I am bringing to the table today, it is high level, it is free. In essence, what I am bringing back to the table today is value. I'm back. With value. I love it. Okay. Now you're- What's it called? <laughs> I feel like we're burying the lead here. No, I'm, we're, I'm, not, I'm, we're <laughs> not burying nothing because I wanted you to wrap your mind around what I'm presenting. Well, I'm just saying what everybody's thinking. You're like, all right, Mike, you sold me. Hey. Time spent listening is a metric. <laughs> <laughs> Radio Pro over here. All right. The show is called Horse Players. This show premiered in 2014 on what then was the Esquire Network. You know, Never the magazine. Never heard of it. I know. Just work with me. This is why you had to do the sell first. Wait, because I know. You're on a show 10 years old. Now, here's the deal. We've all been entertained by the viral or, or, or you know, YouTube clips of the horse gambler, you know, smacking themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. on the ass with the program or, you know, screaming. Okay. Understand, it doesn't matter if you don't like horse racing. Work with me. Here are just some of the characters. And again, they are gamblers. So whether they're betting baseball, football, horses, or in between. You, and I've met a couple of these guys actually in my lifetime of going to horse racing tracks. Um, so you have a father and son duo, mm -hmm. okay? The son, Peter Rotondo Jr., worked for the Breeders' Cup for a long time. Infinitely likable kid. The father reminds me a lot of my dad, minus the fact Peter Rotondo Sr., at the time this show was made, was 64. He was married to a 23-year-old. <gasps> Power move. So he, he So it's... Team Rotondo, which is the father and son, and the father is the most lovable mush on the planet. And then their friend, a guy named Lee Davis. So they were both former Wall Street traders. One retired, one lost his gig, but these are like salt of the earth, Staten Island, Brooklyn people. So mm -hmm. you got them. Another guy in the show has become a name. Have you ever seen on Derby Day or any of the NBC productions, Matt Bernier? He's up there with Eddie Olchek making the oh, bets. Yeah. Matt Bernier at the time of this show was 23, 10 years ago. 
He was the youngest guy to qualify. What, what this whole thing is about is they're all trying to qualify for what's called the NHC, National Handicapping Contest, you win a million bucks. And to do it, you gotta win a tournament. What's cool about this, you're going to every major track in America, so you get some of the glitz, the glamour, you get the people stories. They got another guy on there, he's a retired NYPD mounted police, the guy's like 6'6". Six, six. He's from Brooklyn, but he wears a cowboy hat. His name's Kevin Cox. He's kind of a dick. Uh, you've got uh, uh, this weird, like, homeopathic medicine, San Diego, what's up, surfer bra, who happens to be, at the time of the taping, one of the best handicappers in America, a guy named Christian Helmers. The guy's rubbing, burning sage at the track and then hitting a 27-1 shot. You've got John Conti, who's like central casting out of The Sopranos. Now, he's since passed away a couple years back. Lovely man, but he would bring a magnifying glass the size of a pizza, and that's how he would handicap. <laughs> he was 71, but he had jet black hair. <laughs> of course he did. Permatan. Yep. And he would hit on anything with two legs. So, you, I mean, just elite characters. You have Michael Baychock, who one of his best friends is James Carvel, the political analyst. Yeah. He was a campaign analyst who won the NHC, won a million bucks from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. These characters are everywhere, and they travel together, competing against each other. Uh, it, it is, the, the, the degenerate scenes are going to pull at your heartstrings. You're gonna be watching- We've been there. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> they, they, but like, literally one of them is having such a bad run, they go to a, like a voodoo cleansing, and he <gasps> brings a statue to the track, and they're screaming Mama Shuna. I mean, it's unbelievable. The point I'm making is if you have ever gone on guys' trips to Vegas, to football games, to a casino, to a horse track, to March Madness, this show will resonate with you. You will see some of your friends in these people. You will, it, just please work with me. If you're desperate for sports gambling TV, watch Horse Players, an absolute rock star show that is now available free to everybody. I am going to watch this. You're going to fucking love it. I am going it. to watch this, and I could probably crank this out in a week. Less, right? I mean, we'll see. I don't want to promise that I'm going to get it done tomorrow. No, you're but not under the gun. I actually wanted to do something. You want me to was, piecemeal it out? No, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm not. You're not under any requirement to go fast or slow watching the show. Okay. Your only requirement is you're going to watch it. Okay. You are... Whether you like it or not, you're a community leader. In the sports betting community, Jim Costa is a brand name. So what do you want from me? I want you to just watch it. I want you to keep me posted on how far into it you are. Okay. What I'd like to do is just to maybe on Friday this week, I'll, I'll check quiz it. you. Okay. I want to quiz you on a couple of the first episodes. Okay. Now, it won't just, be. Just the idea that I need to be quizzed on it. I'll watch it because I'm your buddy, your friend, okay. you've okay. sold it. But for the... For content, sure. Go ahead and quiz me on it. I'm just, here's what I really want to do. If it's as good as you say it is, it's I'm not going to need a carrot to dangle. I'm short selling it. <laughs> these, <laughs> fucking, these fucking guys are so nutso. Like, it's insane. How long is each episode? Uh, 45 minutes? I think it'd be like 48 minutes. Okay, that sweet the, spot. Yeah, the, commercials the commercials out. out. Yeah, okay. 45 to 48 minutes. So we're talking, it's, yeah. It's 10 episodes. And again, it's a shame. It's a lot like HBO had a series, which was excellent, with Nick Nolte. I think Dustin Hoffman was in it. Um, it was called Luck. 
horse racing show. Didn't get brought back for a second year. But it's a, this is a great way. Because here's the question I would ask. And people, if you would be kind enough to leave a five-star review on Apple um, or cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com, this to me is the greatest sports gambling show in history. But what other suggestions do you have? Because here's reality. We're all in, we're in the gray. We need to get ourselves to March Madness. And sure, I'll have some horse racing previews. We'll continue to give you college basketball. We're not going anywhere. But we need sports betting TV. Guys, if they would make a show like Horse Players with football bettors, oh my God. But because this was niche, I think the beauty is Horse Players are nuts. But it's also probably why it didn't get renewed for a second year. Very expensive to do this show with the travel. When you said if they made a football show like this, what popped into my head, not the same thing, would have been the league. Loved it. Nick Loved Kroll. It. Yeah. Love it. But that was the vinegar re- strokes. Yeah. But th- <laughs> <laughs> what a show. What a show. <laughs> but that wasn't reality TV. So this is re- what does that mean when you say this is reality TV? Like these guys are just living their life and the cameras are around them? Yeah. These are real people. Like John Conti won the NHC in 09. Yeah. Uh, took home half a mil at that point. Now, by the way, the NHC now, uh, it's $2.5 million, just to show you inflation. Okay, yeah, there you go. Um, but this is, it is awesome. And what you get are the snippets because you're going to know who they're betting and what's on the line and some of the finishes of the races. You don't need to care. You don't need to know nothing. Just trust. It's fucking wild. Sold. Horse players. Best sports betting show, sports gambling show ever on television. And if you disagree, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. All I ask is this, people. If you're looking for sports TV, I mean, hell, Jim hit me up that some guy, his wife was in labor and he was looking for a bet. Yep. All right. If you're looking for that type of stuff and you want some television, I got you. Watch it. And then don't be afraid to hit us with a review. Because I'm going to tell you, um, I think it's fabulous. And I want you two to be totally upfront. Yeah. Evan, I know you'll watch. Oh, yeah. Lord knows, you're a TV maven. Jim, if you can find some time, I know you have your new schedule. Mm-hmm. This is AAA rated. I mean, this is, this is great stuff. You're going to love this. I will follow up on Friday. It will be beautiful. This is going to be so good. And people, I need you to follow up. And I will sit here. I'll deal with the slings and arrows if you don't like it. But give it a couple episodes now. Give it a couple episodes. Okay. Telling you. 42 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Evan says 42 minutes an episode. Guys, it's so good. I saw the show 10 years ago. Seven hours, whole thing's done. I saw the show 10 years ago. That was my entertainment on the airplane to and from vacation. I knocked out the whole thing again. And that's why I texted both of you. I go, fellas... This is every bit as good as I remember. You got to come back. I had never heard of this. I know you did. But think about how much has changed in 10 years with, like, the gambling space. That's right. Everything's out from under the shadows now. Mm -hmm. Everybody's talking about it openly. Mm -hmm. Whether you're a horse racing guy or not, you're a gambler. That's right. So all of it's going to make a little more sense. It will. And it just, you're going to root for certain people. You're going to hate certain people. Do you have a person you think I will love or hate? Me specifically. Doesn't have to be what everybody would love or everybody would hate. Is there a character I'm going to fall in love with? I 
feel like or someone I'm gonna hate. I'm, I'm not. Well, that's the hard part because there's two sides to you. You're like Harvey Dent. There's a there's a nice Jim and a smarm Jim. So smarmy Jim is gonna like who? I think smarmy Jim might like Christian Helmers. Okay. I think nice Jim, you will be able to identify with the Rotondos and Lee Davis. Oh, there you go. Because I'm the father son team. Oh, I'm telling you. The good guys. Senior? Are they the good guys? I think they're fabulous guys. Okay. I would love to party with the, with, with Peter Senior. <laughs> what a guy. He's a lovable loser. And you see, there's a couple episodes, this man's heart gets taken from his chest <gasps> in like the last step, <laughs> including one scene at Saratoga. You, you see his soul leave his body. And then a garbage can gets flipped over. It's just an unbelievable television program. All right. Okay? I, I didn't just walk back off vacation and not bring you value. Value and content. Let's do it. What else you got for me today? You tell me if you want to go mailbag first or plays for tonight mailbag. first. Mailbag. Okay. We'll, we'll We're get, having fun. We'll get to plays a little later. I want to see what you said you had saved some stuff for me. There was one that I, I texted you about titled Mobs. You want to tell people what you said back? Up next, Stereotype Tuesdays. I mean... Try the veal parm. Right. What do you want to know? Like, <laughs> like I know. You think I would have had college loans if I was in the mob? Justin in Warren says, Hey, guys, quick question for Mike. Over the course of the base show, Mike references great mob movies of the 90s. Casino, Goodfellas, etc. They're great movies. I love watching them. Bronx Tale. He says, uh, Mike... Have you never brought up The Sopranos? Have you watched it? If love, so, what love, do you think? Love The Sopranos. Okay. Love it. The problem with The Sopranos is it's a lot like The Wire. If you are going to watch it, you have to commit to the process. This is not going to be a 90-minute or two-hour thing. You have to pour through seven seasons. Uh, it's like Mad Men. It's like Breaking Bad. It's like The Wire. Um, I just view movies and television differently. Meaning? Movies are far more accessible than the TV. The TV requires months of viewing. Like, do you know how long it would take you? Like, have you watched The Wire? No. Get out. All right, Evan, I'll see you Ki later. Kindly leave. You've <laughs> never watched The Wire. No. Bunk Moreland. I know McNulty. of The Wire. I know it's, I know. Omar. I know. Okay, my point is, you can't just sit down and pick it up halfway through. Right. Look. If we're watching a football game and your commercial break entertainment is Shawshank Redemption, I can pick that up at any point in the, mm -hmm. in the damn thing, and I'm in. The Let's Soprano, get right out of that prison. Sopranos, the layers, the character development, the stories. No, it's a great show. He finishes with your thoughts on the many saints of Newark. He said, huge letdown. Yeah, that was a bad idea. That was the Godfather. That was the prequel. Yeah, that was the Godfather 3 of the TV space. Just never should have been made. Nothing more tragically comical than the opera house scene in Godfather 3. The next email is from Matt C., titled College Basketball. And again, all these at cashtheticketpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, guys, love the pod. Thanks for the college basketball deep dives. Like Mike, I'm an MSU alumnus, and I hate MSU basketball so much <laughs> I barely watched this year, but your trust index got me fired up for March. Okay. I want Mike's take on why college basketball doesn't go to four 10-minute quarters to avoid the 10-plus minutes of bonus free throws each yep. half. He says, I know he can't discuss it on the base show because he'd lose all his listeners and become <laughs> homeless. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, I think Matt's onto something. I do think the quarter system is appropriate. I think, we do it every other level. Yeah, I think sinking up the three-point line is acceptable. Yep. I think 
You know what I'd love to see, and people might disagree with this, I'd love to see the European uh, paint. Mm. I think there should be an expanded paint. Um, I think we should get the shot clock all the way down. Yep. I think we should. I, look, let's not kid ourselves. The reason college basketball is hurting is there's not enough talent playing for a long enough amount of time. Yep. You're not learning anything in, in, in AAU, and I'm not being insulting to the good people who coach. But the bottom line is every kid thinks they're Steph Curry. You got analytics on one side of the sport driving it towards you just got to chuck and duck. And then on the other end, no one's learning any fundamentals. So you end up with this, what would you say, seven out of ten guys shouldn't be taking the amount of threes they're yep. taking? Well, that's the key. The analytics say take the shots, but what if it's not the right shot for your guy? That's right. Now, and, and then you round peg, matter. square hole, and then you're right, the developmental issue. Guys who are any good get out as soon as they can, or they don't enroll in college altogether because they right. go G League United. Top ten Ignite. players generally don't go. They're in the G League. Yeah. Uh, the foreign influx, well, they go G League or yeah, just go in. Or just directly. And here's the problem. A lot of guys, Jim, I mean, obviously, the show emanates from Metro Detroit, but I look at, like, some of the best MSU players. I mean, Draymond Green took three years to just become the 32nd pick in the draft. Yeah. Now? Do you stay around long enough? No. Look at the garbage that is the NBA draft. Who walks in the league and is actually any good? takes years. Right. I'd argue Osur Thompson and Amen Thompson received no coaching from the time they were in sixth grade because both of them are, should, like, Osur should be starting at, at Kansas and Amen should be starting at Duke. Sure. They need two years. But here they are. Nobody so, does it anymore. Yeah. And, I, the, and the product suffers if you're a college yeah, basketball and fan. I, I like the quarters idea. I don't like free throw shooting contests at the college it's, level because, hey, look at this. Nobody can make a free throw. Well, yeah. That's to say, for two reasons. From a fan standpoint, nobody likes a free throw contest. From a betting standpoint, yeah. it's the most infuriating way when you have points and you're sitting there waiting for a half here or a full here and a kid misses the front end of the one and one. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. You, you mean like Shepard did for Kentucky uh, when they were playing Arkansas? Buddy, I'm sorry. Okay. Buddy. Thanks, buddy. Before we move on, MSU hoops. Can we talk about them? <laughs> yeah, what do you want? I've won five of the last six. Did you bury, is this is this the Chiefs thing? Did you bury them too soon? Yeah. Evan and I talked while you were out. All right, we had them against Penn State. Who have they played? Illinois would be the notable one. Right, I'm not being flippant. Right. No, I know. Illinois would be the notable okay. one. How good is Illinois in your mind? No, we talked they were not in the trust index. So right. that gives you an idea of what we think of them. So you've played so your shining light, let's just be clear on this. MSU has won a singular road game this season. Oh, they won two, two now cuz Penn, Penn State, right? Penn State while you're out. The yeah. Bryce Jordan Center. So you've won two road games and your signature win what well, no no, don't say Detroit. That was a home game. Come on. Evan's counting the Chrysler Center as, as the Breslin Center 2.0. <laughs> and by the way, I've been caught up to speed on that broadcast. Gus Johnson, oh, I thought Gus of Johnson you. should be fired. I thought of you when he had uh, Sharon on or Not who's got that. it better than us. Hey, listen, you want to be a fan on your you own? You see, they gave him the little swag bag and he had I the cup. Made a I was apprised of everything from my eye spies. Okay. I will just tell you. You can't name another announcer on another network calling another sport that behaves in the manner of Gus Johnson. You can't. You can't. He has jumped the shark. There he was a time where you and I both loved, loved. a Gus Johnson call. Now, he's on the Mount Rushmore of pieces of shit. Gus Johnson is a piece of human shit. And he should never, ever, like, I, oh, well, you're just saying it because you're a state fan. No. You're goddamn right. <laughs> 
you motherfuckers. I'd like to give you Gus more credit John than that. Gus Johnson. Think about this. Troy Aikman played for the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Gave his body. Like, retired from the game because his concussions were just life-threatening. You don't know that Troy Aikman played for the Dallas Cowboys. Jay Billis went to Duke. Jay Billis is a goddamn professional. I have never walked away from a game and gone, ah, oh, there he is dangling K's balls on national TV. No. Give you no. another example. Never have. Mike Tirico, from the state, lives in the state. When he called the Lions game to start the year, Lions fans were mad at him because they didn't think he was nice enough. And I didn't like the asterisk comment, but the bottom line is he's a pro's right. pro. I make a point. You want to be a fan on your own time, I don't get to tell you what to do. Right, but when you show up to work and you are in that role... And by the way... Call the game neutral. Holding up the national title. I like the asterisks they put on the glass. And he's, hey, here, Jimmy... J and Jim Jackson looks so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. That's Jimmy Jackson is kind of like, can I call the game now? Can we just... Do this. And, and by the way, have you ever seen two people aging in opposite directions? Jim Jackson just gets better looking mm -hmm. and younger. Looks sharp. Gus Johnson looks like 83 years old. Gus, seriously, Gus Johnson looks like he's 70 years old. Maybe that's what happens when you sell your soul to Satan. I, he He's garbage. And I'll tell you right now, there's no other fan base in the Big Ten that appreciates that. No. So you can't make this an MSU thing. You said, it was a couple weeks ago, they were playing Ohio State. They let Jalen Rose on the air for 30 minutes and just openly lie about Jawan Howard. <laughs> and at one point, they're showing the interview and not the game. You heard a roar well, in well, the background, was, and you're like, what, what did I miss? That's what happened this week. I know you were dialed in, you're on vacation. While Sharon Moore is doing the interview hit, you wouldn't know a basketball game was going on. And I get it, it's on TV, but you got to at least try to keep up with the game, tell the story. There was a time Gus was at the top of the sport. Debate. You loved when Gus was on a call maybe, no what, issue 15 years ago? This has now gotten to a point, and this is my issue with whether it's TV news or sports. It's Joel Klatt, same thing. Mm. I don't need you to sell me an agenda. Call the game. I'll figure out for myself what I think about the game. I don't have an issue if you want to tell the story of the game and the Fine. narrative of the game, but it's got to be focused on the actual game. what's going on in the game. I ain't here for you pushing to, 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 outside to have the microphone yeah. in your left hand and your cock in your right, and you're talking about who's got it better than us. Who got it better than us? You're 8 and 20, motherfucker. Your Last team place. Blows. Last place in the big That team. guy is really turned into a complete joke to the point where it's a mutable game. Think about that. That's, you know what? I just had me an idea. Yeah. We got to do the mute index. Oh. We should come up with the top 10 most mutable broadcasters that when you see they're on your game, you're just hitting the button. Better off that way. I, Gus Johnson has made me like Joe Buck. That's how bad he is. Well, I think Joe Buck's had a bit of a renaissance himself. He's learned to laugh at himself. This isn't the early Joe Buck, a disgusting act. Oh. Now he laughs at that. He can't believe he said that. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, yes. you grow up a little bit. You, you mellow out a little bit. Yes. Before we move on, MSU, I was telling you when we did the trust index, keep an eye, because they're on the fringe of the top 25 O and D. Okay. They've got multiple guards, Malik Hall playing well. Now, I'm not trying to do revisionist history because they beat Michigan and Penn State. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm just telling you. Five of six, winnable games, heating up, going to March. You don't have to buy back in. I don't care. You're a fan your way. I'll root for the team. I mean, like, I love these people who think because you have an opinion, you're rooting against your team. Like, what are you, a crackhead? But, Jim, they're bad. 
I don't think they're bad. Teams don't. They have might to. not live. They're not going to live up to the preseason top five expectations. Well, and right, if you want to okay. hammer them for that, you deserve to hammer them for ranked. that. You're not You're not winning the Big Ten. You're not winning the Big Ten tournament. You're not winning the NCAA tournament. You're bad. You accomplished nothing. See yourself out. Here's your bill. Fifteen percent gratuity was attached to it. Get out. Like I, I look. Think about this. How am I supposed to sit here and tell you they're good when between the three centers that they have, you can't form one functional player? No, but the way, Mike, I think this one is the way you talk about them. You would think they were nine and 17, not 17 and nine. Okay, because the way I speak of them is I have an expectation of Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky. I have an expectation of Villanova. I have an expectation of a team that will go out and win the better part of 25 plus games. I have an expectation of winning the conference. I have an expectation of making the final four. So what I would ask you is, okay, knowing my expectation, now tell me what they are. Right. They're horrible. I would t- still tell you they have the ingredients of a team that can go on a deep tournament run. Define deep. Second weekend? Sweet 16 or deeper. Ken Palm has them as, like, what, his 15th team in the sport. I will take all the action you want. Well, I want to see where their bracket is. You know how this works. I know. I know. But I just, I just, I don't, maybe we are closer to this than I, than I realize, mm. but the way you talk about him and the way I talk about him, you would think one's on Mars and one's on Venus. Like, That's fair. like we're not but even I, the same planet. I also think it's like if someone has never, uh, like when Giannis came over, right? And he had his first smoothie. He goes, oh my God, America, greatest <laughs> I re- I re- nation ever. I remember ever. that. I love smoothies. <laughs> to us, it's just like, that does not make the top 10,000 things to eat. For Giannis, it was amazing. For me, I am approaching Sweet 16 is not enough. I get it. I get it. I'm not telling you to be happy with Sweet 16s given the cachet the programs. Like, I just have a big issue that generally on a night-in, night-out basis, I'm jealous of a lot of teams' other rosters. And that number ain't four or five teams. That number's like 30 teams. Mm. Next email, cashticketpodcast at gmail.com from Joe in Metro Detroit. Hey, guys, love the pod. Everyone has different units they're comfortable betting with. Uh, but I was interested in hedging previously. I was wondering about units in your bankroll. How many units do you keep in a bankroll at a given time? I had 10 to 15 units. Good, man. I'd, I'd bump the number to 20. I say, that seemed like You to know, me. the real conservative folks will tell you 50. Um, but 20 units should be plenty, provided you're not going on these multi-unit, I've seven beers deep. You know, I had 20 going to turn to about but, but seven. But think about it, Mike. When we bet football in the fall, yeah. yeah we were betting 20 games in a week, 25 games in a weekend. Right. So you have to have more than 20 units in your bank because yeah. if you have a bad weekend, you yeah. really feel it. And no, that's... No, no doubt. I'm saying for the average guy, yeah. 20 is the minimum. Okay. It's like sitting down at a blackjack table. You yeah. can't sit down with five bets. No. You know, now the some, some you lose a couple be... hands and you're like, well, shit, I guess I got to go back to the hotel room. Right. I mean, come on. So, it's no yeah. way to play. Now, again, it also depends what kind of player you are. Right. If you are what, what you deem to be like, let's say you fancy yourself as an advantage player. You make power rankings. You see the most egregious number of the week, and it's the only game you're going to bet. You're going to bet three units on it. Well, that's different. If you're an action player, just a human being that wants to have a good time, and instead of playing golf, you bet games, well, it's a different strategy. That's just, you know, again, we've always, I have never promoted gambling as a good thing. Gambling's an entertainment product that, if not handled appropriately, much like alcohol, much like tobacco, much like weed, you get yourself in trouble. Yep. Look, is this country going to have some real problems? Is there going to be a reckoning? Sure there is. I can only do what I do. We have never 
talked about this as some money-making caper. We have never talked about this like we're pros or that you're a pro or you can never. quit your job and buy a plane. This is about, it's entertainment. We try to make you some money. We try to keep you afloat. I, I'm very proud of the work we do. But yeah, man, um, <laughs> if you're really doing it right, you'd only be betting uh, two, three games a week. And then you could have 20 units in your bank and be fine, and it's all copacetic. It all balances there out. There you go. This next one, I might have to spin the mic over to Evan. It says, explain golf. It's from Austin. How long you got? <laughs> it's a pretty short email. I just want to know why Spieth got DQ'd this weekend. I don't know a lot about golf, but I bet him to finish in the top 10, and I had a winner bet on him to win the whole thing. This was where he filled out the scorecard wrong. Yep. Is, that, is that as simple an explanation as yeah. it is? Why is this a thing? Could you imagine if, like, Andy Reid didn't sign the box score right and the Chiefs didn't win the Super Bowl? Why oh, does like golf it. do this? I like because that. Not- yeah, that wrong number of rushing yards, Andy. Sorry, Kyle Shanahan wins. That entire game is shown on TV. These golfers aren't shown the entire round on TV. Okay. So it's by the honor system. So by doing that, you're saying this is my correct score. And he did he, did he flub the number? Yeah, he wrote the wrong number. What a down a three when it was a four. What a dummy. He gave himself an extra stroke. Tisk tisk. Do you're done. But I just wonder, maybe I'm stupid. At that level, why can't they follow along and track for him? Why does he have to do it? Okay. Evan making excuses for the tour. You gotta love it. I, I love it. You mess up, you're out. See ya. It's like journalism school. Yeah. Miss misspell a word, it's called a fatal Done. error. You're out. All right. I That's used, it for the mailbag. I've for used now. exactly nothing from J school. Isn't that funny how that works? Uh, I do have a college basketball pick, but it is not a system that's not a system play. Well, there is a system, not a system tonight, unless you're going to veto it. Oh, well, let me hear it. Utah State. <laughs> I know we don't like Utah State. Oh, it's unranked. Great lay, possible. That's right. Laying two and a half against ranked. You don't like it. See, you gotta bet you you are the king of this though. You gotta bet this stuff. I know. I even know. if it's gross. All right, listen. The the issue for me with this is A, I've seen enough of this team. I know you have. That I uh, and and by the way, they're 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 in a bad way right now. All the more reason to question why uh, they're favored. They're at home. San Diego State's been playing real good. Ball. I know they're turning it up. Utah State would be to play, but the play I actually like better is kind of one of the angles I've tried to take where it's a game called, why is this number so big? Mm. And it involves a team that is in complete freefall, that has lost four of their last five, that has gone from being in the top 10 to now, you know, what the hell happened to these guys? Wisconsin at home oh, at yeah. the Kohl Center, laying seven to Maryland. Look, Maryland stinks. There's no other way around. They stink. But Wisconsin, I mean, losers of four or five, a couple bad losses in that mix. Cole Center, tough place to play. Get right spot. Number looks inflated for a team that, forget about covering, lately they can't win. And you get a nice bet differential on it. And again, this is a Wisconsin team that, all right, there's no shame losing to Purdue, but I mean, losses to Michigan, losses to Rutgers, lose to Iowa. That Iowa one, by the way, was system Saturday. Those who know, those who are scouring the you board. You know, you know. That's right. I just thought Wisconsin was interesting tonight. I want nothing to do with UConn on the road at Creighton. Those are two teams with a winning record. Line looks a little short. What UConn might just be those dudes, especially with Caravan back and 
point guard is, is an all-American caliber. I, I ain't messing with them. There is a really gross one tonight. Oh, boy. In the spirit of U of D. Not quite that gross. This team has won three basketball games. What are we games. talking, Siena? You no. see my Siena Saints are like 4-21? and 21. Mike, I got a team... I got a team that's won one conference game all year at home, favored by two and a half points. West Virginia? Buffalo oh. hosting Eastern Michigan. No. To the no. Mac we go. Not this again. <laughs> Not this again with the University, the State University of New York at Buffalo. Not this again. Oh, God. Eastern is 10 and 15, a 3 and 22 basketball team. It is not a play. I just had to fuck it's with you. <laughs> it is not a play because they both have losing records. I actually like the Wisconsin game. I understand the Utah State game. I just think Utah State has horrible flaws. They're terrible on the interior. They don't guard. They're not nearly as good of a shooting team as they were last year. There's an element of softness to them. I'm just, Utah State bugs me. But you're right, by the system. Live by the system, die I, by I the system. I get it. I just, I think this is a get-right spot for Wisconsin. And the number tells you that. Okay. So, in essence, I don't love anything tonight. Fair and that's enough. okay. All right. I will play Utah State. That is okay. the only thing I'm playing tonight. And uh, it hey, is blind faith hey, in our you system. You think MSU so sweet? You want to lay nine yeah, what, and a what half? What is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, 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 Malik Carl, look at me. You got to lay nine and a half. Is this how we're doing this? No, I'm busting your balls. I wouldn't touch it with a ten foot back. Happy to have you back. It's good to be back, honestly. Do we? I, I think Sir Pucks a lot. Whether we grab him now or we can get him in a second, he has some hockey plays. So if, if you got to run out here, we can get Kenny in and get. Well, him I got yeah, I got to prepare the actual radio show today. Well, you, you do that. Um, but no, I I think some hockey plays could be in order. He has two he likes. Okay. Both plus odds. Your Red Wings better start winning games. They won the last two. What are you talking about? Yeah. Did you see him the previous two? I, I did. I stayed up late for both those. Oh, was it 13 goals in two games? Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Go Eight on. of them to Edmonton. Go on a goddamn run. I want to be shopping Mike, at the deadline. Five of the next six at home. Win all of five them. Five of the next them six all. at home. Get on a run. That's right. We need to make a trade. Have you seen Octopi on the ice the last two games, both road games? It's a thing now. No one it's cares. It's a thing. Make the playoffs. I'm tired of this. They will. Okay. They're making the playoffs. Got to get you on board. No, I'm on board with another Detroit team making the playoffs this year. Oh, no. See, I think that. Now we're doing our, our base show. And we're not going right, to do that. All right. Horse players, download it, watch it. I want reviews. I'll lay on the sword. And stay tuned. We will cut a separate episode with Sir Pucks a lot. Let's cash the ticket.